Today on Building the Bakken. And I mean, name me a banker, business owner, anyone, even a church planning committee. But tell me someone who sets a budget on any business and then doesn't touch or adjust that budget for two whole years. What they're really interested in is building more chemical plants with the gas that's coming, more plastics. I have been down to Chicago and toured the, uh, the Oxable plant, which is directly co-located with a polypropylene plant in which they take ethane and they make plastics. So this, this Bakken gas is going to be turning into plastics that we may see someday. My mom's side of the family were mostly beet, but some also grain uh, farmers in the Castanamina, Arthur area. This whole natural gas shell play has changed the country's view of natural gas as a sustainable uh, reliable energy source. It's amazing, and it is an inventor's paradise. From the epicenter of the nation's economy, North Dakota. Crude oil, 100 million years in the making. This was brought out of the ground about three days ago. It's just now seeing the light of day for the first time in 100 million years. The Bakken Formation is transforming the way people live and do business. I work in the oil field up in the Kildare Mountain. It is snowing. Been snowing here for about an hour to hour and a half. Visibility is quarter to half a mile. Each week, host Jason Spies leads headline-making interviews with industry voices and oil field newsmakers. With that, I bring in Senator Thune from Washington, D.C., Senator of South Dakota. How are you doing, sir? Doing well, Jason. Good to be with you. Building the Bakken is about the people, the culture, and the community. I sleep in the back of my Dodge Ram pickup. Yeah, nine days, out there 24-7, no shower, you know, no anything. The host of Building the Bakken, Jason Spies. If you like fine wine, you love fine oil. Welcome to Building the Bakken. I'm your host, Jason Spies. Building the Bakken is a news magazine brand focused on educating those doing business and living in the oil patch. The multimedia brand focuses on the evolving lifestyle of the Bakken shale play. Building the Bakken can be heard every week at this time on this radio station. In addition to being the host of Building the Bakken, I'm also a featured columnist for the Bismarck Tribune's Bakken Breakout Weekly and The Drill, an oil publication published by the Dickinson Press. One more note from our print division of Building the Bakken. I have penned a feature story for the Bakken Breakout magazine this month titled The March to a Million. Check out the latest issue of the Bakken Breakout magazine, The Drill, or the Bakken Breakout Weekly for the latest Building the Bakken column or feature story. I'd like to invite you folks to the Bakken Three Forks Shale Oil Innovation Conference and Expo taking place February 10th through the 12th in Grand Forks, North Dakota. The conference is expected to be heavily attended as it's being held in the Alaris Center. This three-day innovation expo will focus on improvements of oil recovery and transportation of Bakken crude. The Bakken Innovation Expo will feature speakers, vendor booths, food, drinks, networking events, and oil-minded professionals. I would like to extend an invitation to anyone interested in attending. For more information, visit their website at www.bakkenoilconference.com. Of course, you can always access it via our website. We have their information linked up. I do want to mention I will be moderating a panel on February 10th, Monday, February 10th, in Grand Forks at the Alaris Center for the Bakken Three Forks Shale Oil and Innovation Conference and Expo. I will be up at the conference broadcasting, conducting interviews, and moderating a panel. For more information, visit our website. We have their information linked up. On today's episode, we ask U.S. Senator John Hoven about the role of industry regulators, talk backyard inventors of the Bakken, 
explore importing and exporting of Bakken natural resources, and sit down with North Dakota State Representative Ben Hansen. Hansen has roots both in Castleton and Crosby and is very aware of the east-west friction happening in the Dakotas. Hansen also talks about why North Dakota should meet annually rather than every two years. The role of a regulator, exporting Bakken resources, backyard inventors, the east-west friction, plus a building the Bakken music montage set to the original song, It Ain't Country Enough, by Blind Joe. But first, a word from our sponsors. The Bakken Three Forks Shale Oil Innovation Conference and Expo taking place February 10th, 11th, and 12th in Grand Forks. Produced by the Bakken Magazine and in collaboration with the University of North Dakota College of Engineering and Mines, this event is the nation's only shale oil conference with a comprehensive agenda focused on the latest innovations driving the Bakken shale oil technologies. Visit www.bakkenoilconference.com to register. That's www.bakkenoilconference.com. Welcome back to Building the Bakken. I'm your host, Jason Spies. Since the Bakken boom began several years ago, elected officials and appointed regulators have been increasingly scrutinized, blamed, and accused of not representing the citizens. From accusations of the state's governor's portfolio benefiting from oil and gas success, to the director of the North Dakota Department of Minerals, Lynn Helms, being singled out on MSNBC's Rachel Maddow as an oil supporter rather than an oil regulator. Additionally, the Democratic Party of North Dakota has issued a letter calling for North Dakota regulators to be questioned and have their job descriptions redefined. In this segment, we ask U.S. Senator John Hoven about the role of a state regulator. This is U.S. Senator John Hoven. I think everybody wants to make sure that we're moving crude as safely as possible. I mean, and that's, you know, our citizens, industry, regulators, everybody wants to make sure we're doing this as well and as safely as possible. So I think there's a number of things that we've got to do and things that I've been working on for, for some time. And you and I have talked about, for example, we need more pipelines. Mm-hmm. And pipelines help reduce uh, congestion both in terms of railroad shipments and so forth, but also trucks. It, it, look at Keystone alone. The Keystone XL pipeline would take 500 trucks a day off our western roads. So, you know, certainly pipelines are part of needed infrastructure as we continue to develop our energy resources. That's something I'm working on. But then also, we're going to continue to move product by rail and by truck. So how do we do it as safely as possible? The NTSB will come forward with some uh, recommendations. We'll have to see what those are. Are there things we can do with speed or with trains passing uh, near communities? Are there steps we can take to help reduce, you know, the risk of derailments? And then also, what can we do to continue to strengthen the rail tanker fleet? And that's something that over a year ago I wrote to FEMSA, which is the regulatory arm of DOT that handles both pipelines and rail shipment, and said, hey, you guys are working on new requirements. You need to get them out so industry has some certainty and can build, uh, you know, these new rail cars and get them online. And that was U.S. Senator John Hoven. To listen to the full-length interview, visit our website, buildingthebakken.com. Time now for our weekly Building the Bakken music montage. This week, it's set to the original song, It Ain't Country Enough, by Blind Joe. And yes, folks, he really is blind, and he plays guitar across the upper Midwest. We're going to do a good old-fashioned Bakken barbecue. Halliburton has been cooking for two days. Uh, They've cooked 2,500 pounds of pork, 800 pounds of sausage, uh, 500 pounds of chicken. So. They say banging and the vocals are rough. Brother, it ain't country, no. 
Everyone's favorite are the fish tacos, but they've got burgers, steaks, salads, I mean, pretty much everything. And the first experience was, oh, where are all the rigs? Because you have so much country here. In a car, they're in a tent, they're in some other building that's not meant for human habitation. We've actually found people living in haystacks, in uh, grain bins. We found one guy that basically gets shelter in a culvert each night. This was one of those stories where one reporter can't cover. There's too much happening at one time in too many places. If you hear it and it ain't stuck in your head all day, it's got a pop back beat and it's sung the wrong way. If you're not making money in the Bakken, you just truly are not thinking hard enough. Brother, it ain't country, no. Looking for a helping hand. Look at the end of your doggone arm. North Dakotans aren't looking over their shoulder for the government to help them. Some furco wearing wannabes producing your stuff. And brother, you ain't country enough. If you can't move to it, crew to it, up and slam some boots to it, party to it all night long. If it ain't about whiskey sipping, guitar picking, tractors, trailers, trucks, or prison, man, it ain't a country song. As long as I'm working, my mom and dad are happy. Okay. <laughs> And a shower. Well, that was always the key, especially going to Thunder Bay. And he doesn't like life, I guess. <laughs> Insanity, right? North Dakota, the Bakken Plague. Brother, it ain't country, no.